I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Today, I wanted to remind you guys that I will be off for President's Day next week, so we will resume normal episodes next Wednesday. Up first for today, we are discussing the U.S. military announcing it shot down an Iranian drone. So the U.S. claims that an Iranian drone was doing surveillance over a U.S. oil site in Syria. This obviously comes at a time when the U.S. is sensitive to being surveilled, as it has become apparent that China is attempting to surveil our military efforts here in the continental U.S., and thus the U.S. shot the drone down. There have also been reports of Russia using what's called suicide drones in their ongoing war efforts in the Ukraine. So basically these drones are ones that will crash into something to blow it up. So we can't be taking a chance that their buddy Iran is looking to do the same. No one was harmed though while shooting down this drone. But this is not the only sketchy situation as of late. So American F-16 jets reportedly intercepted four Russian warplanes. They were flying right next to Alaska, very near to Alaska. And luckily, they didn't cross into U.S. territory. But they came close enough to where the U.S. military members felt it necessary to intercept these Russian planes. There are very strange and uncertain things going on right now for the U.S. militarily. It seems Russia, Iran, and China are more aligned by the day. We can only pray that this trend does not continue and that things do not escalate. We need a big glass of water dumped on this whole issue ASAP for all our sake. And next up for today, the BBC rated in Mumbai. So the BBC published this documentary about the current Indian prime minister's role in some very deadly riots about 20 years ago. And, well, the Indian government kind of freaked out and they banned the documentary from their country, whether it's on YouTube or even via Twitter. The prime minister named Modi was the chief minister at the time when the riots broke out between Hindus and Muslims, and more than a thousand people were killed. Hundreds went missing as well. And that is according to government figures. You know, probably numbers are much more high than that. It tends that a government's going to give a more conservative number. 600 children were also estimated to have been left orphaned. And the creator of this documentary, Jack Straw, believes that Modi played a big role in pulling back police and allowing 
Hindu extremists to conduct their violent attacks. Modi rose to power by championing Hinduism. So it kind of makes sense given what he's all about. But this issue really comes down to censorship. Some university students even tried to watch the film but were stopped by police. Freaking police, you guys. So that pretty much leads us up to this past Tuesday when the BBC offices in Mumbai were raided. This is obviously a blatant issue of suppression of the press and an attempt to intimidate the media. And anytime the press is suppressed, democracy is threatened because press can and should always be able to be critical of the government in order to hold them accountable to their actions. And with what's going on in India right now, it would be hard for people to do that. And that leads me to my next story, which is Michigan State University updates. So we still don't know much about the Michigan State University shooter's motive, but his father has spoken out, saying that his son was never the same after his mother's sudden death. He reportedly became reclusive, he quit his job, and began playing video games all day long. That said, his father says that he had no idea his son was a danger to himself or to anyone else. There was an instance where his son was arrested for having a concealed gun, and there were also a few times where neighbors reported this man shooting his gun in the backyard, and they lived in a city, so this was not particularly safe to be doing. His father suspected, though, that his son may have been trying to get a job at the school, and maybe that's why he chose to kill students at the university. But as of right now, we just can't say for sure. What's really tragic, though, is that some of the Michigan State University students have now actually survived more than one mass school shooting. I really feel for our young people today. Where does it end? And next up, actually last up for today, China's COVID wave may have killed as many as 1.5 million people. So the official death count since China lifted its zero COVID policy, the official death count is somewhere around 83,000 as of February 9th. But researchers believe that the number is much, much, much higher. There are four separate research groups who looked into the COVID deaths since December and came to very similar conclusions. Somewhere between 1 million and 1.5 million people have died since China haphazardly lifted all of their COVID-19 restrictions all at once. So why are China's numbers so low? Well, there's a variety of reasons. Number one, they held out their low COVID rates as something to be proud of. So the government, frankly, does not want to admit that they had such an enormous outbreak. So in order to keep the numbers kind of artificially low, they did not count any COVID deaths that happened outside of hospitals. And tons of people in China are dying of COVID-19 at home. 
Additionally, there are they are only counting people who died specifically of respiratory failure, which leaves out people whose organs shut down as a result of their infection. Additionally, nine different cities, including Beijing, which is massive, have stopped reporting their crematorium totals. So this is obviously super alarming and, if anything, just reflects badly on China. And for today, you guys, that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Every accomplishment starts with a declaration to try. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.